Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name's Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. I promised today we would pray and we'd learn to pray and talk about praying for our country, praying for America. What's behind this? Well, as you know, the big news of the week, although uh, the big news of the last week was uh, Tucker Carlson parting ways and with Fox News, and I commented that I think a speech he gave at the Heritage Foundation the night before, or, or, uh, two nights before, might have had something to do with it. We never know. But I will say this, he spoke on something that we all need to hear, and it's a powerful message that moves out of the secular realm and reminds us that the problems we're facing in our country today really are spiritual in nature. And brothers and sisters, where we're up against evil. Now, this doesn't mean everybody who votes different than you or thinks different than you is necessarily evil, but there is evil on the march in our land. It's been for a while. It really has, but there's been a tipping point. There's been a, a shift in our country here in recent years. And to call us, and what did he do? He said, we need to call it evil. And secondly, he said, maybe we should take 10 minutes out of our busy schedules and pray for our country's future. Well, I think that's some good advice. And I'd like to share a couple of verses and then actually model for you how you can pray for our country's future. But let me look at a couple of verses first of all. Here's a promise from the Old Testament. We've, you've probably heard this verse before from 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, we know our land needs healing. Families need healing. Lives need healing. Businesses need healing. Churches need healing. Our country needs healing. Washington needs healing. Hollywood needs repentance and healing. All these places, there is, there is destruction. When the devil comes, when evil comes, it brings destruction. God brings favor and blessing. God brings goodness. God brings love. God brings peace. The, our enemy sows uh, destruction and division and hatred and strife. This is the work of the evil one. He comes to steal kill and destroy, we, Jesus said, but Jesus came to give life. And so God challenges us and God gives us this promise that if there's destruction in the land and the land needs healing, his people, his people, you and me, we should be praying to God, humbling ourselves, acknowledging our need for him. And yet look at this scary verse from the book of Ezekiel. The prophet says, God is saying through the prophet, I searched for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land so that I would not destroy it. And I found no one. I found no one. I, you know, when we talk about build the wall, I talked about this a week ago Friday, how when the walls of Jerusalem fell down, the enemy could come in and destroy the people. The walls in our land have, the, our, the, our enemy today uses information. Our enemy today is a liar. We're not so much under attack by bullets and, and guns and bombs. 
we're under attack by false ideas, by false teaching. And so often because of the internet, there's no protection anymore. There are no walls. Anything, anyone can say anything. And so he said, I look for someone to build the walls and to stand in the gap. And I think standing in the gap is where prayer comes. Someone who would appeal to God on behalf of the land. And what scary words. I looked for someone, but I found no one. And indeed, brothers and sisters, you've probably heard this verse in 2 Chronicles before. But are we going to stand in the gap? Will we pray? I'll tell you, this is kind of a challenge. Tucker says he's not, you know, he's probably the worst example. His, his church is the worst example of a Christian church. And yet even he realizes the need to pray and to pray, and do we as well. A couple of ways I would suggest in how we pray. Paul says this, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. How do we destroy speculations? By prayer and the word, by, by what we pray to God and what we speak to people. The truth, ta- the truth is our weapon. Prayer is our weapon. We don't fight. We don't shoot people. We don't, we don't uh, beat people up. Our fight is a spiritual fight. This is what we, we must realize. And we can engage in it two ways, our prayers and the truths we speak. And then when Paul, and so we pray, and I pray. When I go on a campus, I pray about specific speculations raised up against the knowledge of God. And I ask God to tear them down and destroy them, these speculations raised up. We'll pray about some of these in just a moment. The second thing I want to say we pray about, Paul wrote Timothy and how we ought to conduct ourselves in the church. And he says this, First of all, then I urge that entreaties and prayers petitions and thanksgiving be made on behalf of all men for kings and all who are in authority. And I I just noticed this morning, the marginal reading in my Bible, all who are in high position so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. I like to pray for the seven mountains of cultural influence and the people who are in high influence. And the seven mountains are the family. And so we pray for families and those fathers and mothers. We pray for the church and our pastors. Third, we we pray for government and our governmental leaders. Fourth, we pray for education and the teachers and administrators. Fifth, we pray for business and business leaders who have such influence in our lives because they can fire us. And they have such influence now in our culture because businesses have entered the cultural war. Corporations have entered into the cultural war, and they're taking sides in these moral issues. We pray for the media, including the social media, that influences the way we think. And finally, we pray for our arts and entertainment, particularly places like Hollywood, that, that, that tell stories that define who we are and how we are going to approach life. Let's go ahead now. The seven mountains of cultural influence, we pray for all who are in positions of high authority. And so I'm just going to take a few minutes now and pray for our country. And, and, and I share this as a model. And you might even, if you say, Lord, I'd like to know, how do I stand in the gap? How do I pray to you? And, um, 
and maybe you'll learn some things here, and maybe this is a, a video worth listening to again, and even praying with me. Now, join with me. If two or three agree, God will do it. Join with me now as we spend a few minutes and just pray for our country. You ready? Here we go. Oh, Father in heaven, we bless you today. We thank you that you are a God who answers prayer. You're a miracle-working God. You're the God who makes a way where there seems to be no way. You're God who shines light in the darkness. We thank you that you're the creator of all and you're the judge of the whole earth. We acknowledge that your ways and your law is good. It's perfect. It can't be improved upon. Lord, we want to thank you for your many blessings in our life. You have been so, so good to us. And we come before you, almighty God, the king of the universe, the king of kings, Jesus, we confess that you are the king of all nations. We acknowledge there is a rebellion afoot. We acknowledge there is an insurrection against your authority. We acknowledge, Lord, that we have once participated in it, and we personally just say we come to you in humility, seeking forgiveness, and knowing that we find that in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, that you have received us into your kingdom. You've granted us forgiveness, clemency for our rebellious acts. And now we declare ourselves to be your servants, your bond slaves. We love you, Lord, and we pray we'd love you more and more. Help us, Father. Help us as we intercede and pray. I pray that, Lord, help us know how to stand in the gap. Help us know how to wield the spiritual weapons you've given us as we pray, even for our country. We think, Lord, of the de demonic strongholds that have taken place, that have taken foothold in, in our churches, in our education, in our government, in Hollywood, Lord, in places that we never would have thought. We think of how the family has come under such attack and such destruction and such a redefinition. We think, Lord, of the 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 the, the mighty uh, the mighty thoughts raised up against the knowledge of God that are coming to us from secularism and from humanism, and from intellectual pride and from scientism, the belief that science has all the answers, and from the sexual revolution and and the fruit we now see in the LGBT movement and agenda. Oh Lord, we pray that by your truth. And by the power of God, you would expose these things and bring them down. Expose them and bring them down. Show them this is all on the path of destruction. This is all leading to destruction. Cause people to see the futility of, of sin. To see the, the, the wrongness of, of raising themselves up in arrogance as if we are smarter than you. Or we have a better morality than you. Or we know or we can flaunt your laws and somehow be fine. How we pray, O oh God, for repentance in our land. How we pray for, Lord, from the highest, the highest, most powerful people in, in our government, our president, our senators and congressmen, our justices and judges, our state representatives. How we pray, Lord, there would be repentance and humility and brokenness, and a seeking of you, and to honor you with their lives, and to honor you in the leadership they provide us. How we pray, Lord, for those people in our entertainment world, in Hollywood, and, 
and other places, the movies they make, the shows they make, the music they sing, the, the podcasts that are given, the, the comedy, the, the things we laugh at, Lord, how we think of it, Lord, so much of it has become defiling and, and raised up. It's an insurrection against you, Father. Oh, Father, we pray for those in high authority, high positions in those fields, that those who are godly and, and, and honoring to you, you'd raise them up and they would have great influence and platforms and, and, uh, and, and, and lead our country, and that's, which is good, right, pure, and noble. And how we pray, Lord, those who just want to bring disorder and division and filth and trash into our lives, Lord, that, that they, we pray they would fail. We pray that people would not go to those. We pray they'd not be funded. We pray, Lord, those type, that type of entertainment, Lord, would we just turn against it. We pray against the scourge of pornography in our land, Lord, that is just destroying families and young men and young women, and, and, and it's just so many people. We ask, oh God, this scourge of pornography would be defeated and torn down. This speculation raised up against your truth would be torn down in our land. We pray, oh God, for our schools. Raise up godly teachers and administrators. We confess, oh God, forgive us for thinking we could have knowledge and information and education apart from you, for thinking that we can divorce you from what is true. We confess you're the source of all truth. You're the source of all knowledge. You're the source, every Lord, math and science and all of it, it comes from you. You created it. Might we honor you in our education, Father? And we confess how often young people's minds are being just being socialized and polluted and, and indoctrinated in, in rebellion against you. Oh, God, forgive us. And we pray those institutions that will not repent would not succeed. And we pray, Lord, raise up Christian schools and home schools and godly teachers in our public schools that would stand for what's true, good, and right. Give them courage, we pray. Lord, we pray today for for our um, we we pray today for our government. We pray today for our educators. We pray today for our entertainment. We pray, oh God, for our corporate world. Lord, I think of people chasing the Almighty Dollar, and I think of this uh, diversity, inclusion, and equity equity that is driving so many corporations to embrace an immoral. Uh, sexually immoral, the sexual revolution, and to bring that into their business. I pray, oh God, that our corporations and companies would would stand for what's good, right, and true, and not for what's uh, sinful and is against you. I pray they'd not just search only for the almighty dollar, Lord, but they would want to honor you with their their work. Remind us that our work is sacred. Lord, our work is sacred. It's It's what you have called us to do. You Put Adam in that garden to till the land and remind us, Lord, our work is to be sacred unto whatever we do is to be unto the Lord. Help us, Lord. I pray for the people here today who they are under pressure at work to compromise, pressure to lie, pressure to cheat, pressure to give in morally. I pray, Lord, give them courage to be holy like Daniel was. Father, I want to pray today for our churches. Oh, give grace to our pastors. Make them men of strength, of character. Protect them from evil and the devil's attacks. Protect them from fear. Protect them, Lord, from the the fear of the people. Help them to hear from you and speak to us with courage and with wisdom and with love and with faith and to instruct 
and to us and to be leaders in these days. Oh God, might the church rise up and be greater leaders. I think, Lord, of so many people, we're getting our marching orders from people who might not even know you, but they're speaking up courageously how we pray our pastors would do this and our churches would grow and thrive. People would be getting saved and being uh, built up in the faith of Jesus Christ. And we pray today for our families and how we pray, Father, for the children, the next generation. Oh, Lord, don't let them be formed by social media. Don't let them be formed by wanting likes online. Let them be formed by your word, by your truth, by help. I pray, Lord, this generation gap would, would vanish. Children will respect their parents. Honor their parents. Lord, you promised if children will honor their parents, it would go well with them. I pray for families that so you'd protect them from divorces and protect them from immorality and adultery and protect them, Lord, from, we prayed earlier, the pornography and protect them, Lord, from, from uh, the, the radical feminist ideas that want to break down and destroy families. Oh, Lord, we lift these things up to you. So many, many things we could pray for. We pray for our land. You're the king of all. We pray that in this land, you would be honored. We pray for revival. We pray for the gospel to go forth. This is our only hope. We pray for you to raise up evangelists, raise up workers for your harvest, and bring many, many people to Christ, raise up disciples from the bottom up, top down, wherever you bring it, Lord, that there would be people turning to you and, and honoring you and loving you and following you and making a difference for you in this world. How we pray these things, and we bless you and we love you. Hear our prayer. We call to you. You said if we did, you would answer us. And so we're calling and calling and calling. We love you now and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Oh my goodness, we could pray a lot longer. I try and keep this to about 15 minutes each day. If you're new, I hope you'll join us regularly and come to us as we get in the Word of God pray about it. We're serious about following Christ. We really are. We're serious about being real, true disciples of Jesus Christ. I mentioned earlier that prayer that we prayed now. If you're wondering, how do I pray? I'd like to pray for our country. I don't know what to pray. Lord, bless our country. God bless us. Uh, I pray people be saved. We need to be having prayer targets, praying with great wisdom, praying with great faith. And if you want to pray for our country, you might even repray, replay this section, those last 10 minutes as we prayed together. You might replay that. And it uh, doesn't matter to do it tomorrow, the next day, this week, once a week, whatever. You might want to build this into your prayer time. My friends, God was looking for a man to stand in the gap, and he found none. Might that not be said of us? Might God find some people here? Might you and I be some of the people? Remember, God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham bargained with him. If you find 50, will you not destroy If I find 50, I won't destroy it. He got him all the way down to 10. If you find 10 people, will you not destroy it? And God said, I won't. And he couldn't even find 10. Might he find some of us who will stand in the gap? God bless you. I love you. We'll be here tomorrow. We start a new series on the... the uh, 31 life-changing verses during the month of May. I think you'll really be blessed by it. I'll see you then. God bless you. I love you. Have a, have a wonderful day filled with the Spirit. Amen. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.